You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Bob, t- Bob, step the fuck... Okay, look, are you trying to ruin my, are you trying to ruin my dreams, Bob? You trying to take my podcast from me? Perfect on the time. Brilliant. Um, you don't know how we do. It's just it's. Uh, I mean, when you're this far in the podcasting industry, this far just... as though this were. Uh... <laughs> We're, we're we're in a video game and we're like we're just far oh, enough in that you can't in, stop for dinner but you can't save so you just have to look, fight through it's like we're really good at shinobi we can't we have to jump and hit the boss when you throw the the, the throwing star throwing stars are so cool you have to jump and hit the boss right in the fucking eye mask the mask and hit this balaclava you have to hit him in the eyes i that's what we do it's Every fascinating you went shinobi because my first thought was battle toads and i think that really illustrates <laughs> the differences between us yeah, that I fucking like low rent fucking side scrolling video games, and you like things with a little more substance. Are you are you saying that Battletoads <laughs> has substance over Shinobi? Really? Okay. Hey, Fascinating. Uh, I, that's fine. I mean, I'm this. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm I, I've never played Battletoads. I never. I don't think I want to. It was really, so, really hard. I mean, I. I uh, uh, I'm just. I just want to hear the theme song. That's all. Oh, you get the theme song going. That's great. Oh yeah. I've been. I, I've noticed because I've been working from home a lot. I just need something in the background. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sick so far. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just okay. the sound of an explosion. It's what's really meta. It really um, is. It. Re- oh, they they fucking skip through it. Oh my god. Never mind. All right. Anyways, there's sorry. a. There's a song that I actually want this played at my funeral. Uh, I gotta find it. Uh, it's a song from Wizards and Warriors that is really good. I mean, Wizards and Warriors does not get enough credit for having good fucking music. And it's the reason is that every... I'm sure if I knew more about synths, I could explain exactly what happened. But every time something happened, like you grab the jewel or some shit, it would stop the music and make a sound and then start the music from the top like it wouldn't fade back in so you could never like sit and just enjoy the majesty of the music because you were constantly having to hear it start over oh it's like doing a set in audacity live and then when you go to change something it re- completely restarts your set and you can't do anything that about it. that sounds like a, a larger version of it um yeah it, there's one song that is just not this one this is wizards and warriors wizards and warriors um, there's one song that is just super good, but really repetitive. And I want to play it at my funeral and just that over and over and over again. And just, just see just whoever survived me can just take bets on who is there, who can endure this fucking song just played over Wait. and over again for as long uh, as possible. 
I go, I walk into the room, hug Gabri, kiss her on the cheek. I'm so sorry. I, yeah, I feel, <laughs> I feel a void too. It's like, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do either. Um, oh, hey, friend Glenn. Oh, yeah, give her a hug, you know. Oh, Patrick, I haven't seen you so long. Everybody, everybody's back together, you know, everybody's there, you know. Uh, it's like, but then super loud, like unbearably loud. <laughs> it's so it's loud. Lizards and Warriors. <laughs> what? Yeah, I loved Andrew too. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God, Andrew's mom. I only met you once. This is also not it, but I think it comes right after this song because I actually sat and watched the Wizards and Warriors soundtrack play through on YouTube. Yeah, uh, two I, days I'm ago. watching the same thing, 11 minutes long. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, you want to you get out of here? Maybe get a slice of pizza? Are you trying to pick up my mother at my funeral? Yeah, let's go with it. It's fucking pretty dark. <laughs> what? It's, in a, it's her time of woe. Listen, I get it. You know, don't get me wrong, but like... It's a little, you know, I'm, a little extreme. My brother is trying to try and fight you. No, I'll, I'll just be like, you know, Andrew's mom, I mean, Andrew's mom just... Hey, you know what? I want to get out of here. There's a pizza place across the street. It's a my treat. Little Caesars across the street. It's a little Caesars. Yeah, you're getting <laughs> you're getting interred in uh, like somewhere in Staten Island. Yeah, it's fucking Jones Funeral Home. It's because everyone's dying like in the future. So like, the uh, funeral homes are like busting at the seams. They're like the guy comes in. He's like, all right, two hours are up. We've got another dead body. It's to like come a dog funeral. You don't even know if it's actually your dog in there. <laughs> you know, that brings up an interesting point. Do you want to be cremated or buried? Andrew. Is this it? What? Oh, you stopped the music. I thought it was the next song. I was oh, getting all excited sorry. for that shit. No, no, I'll keep going. This um, is funeral, funeral talk uh, with Hans and Andrew. Um, so if, if uh, you were to be buried, uh, what kind of coffin or casket, I guess you could say, what, what kind of casket would you want? Uh, would you want a cardboard box, as my father likes to say? I don't care. Is it weird that I don't really care? Uh, not at all. I couldn't I feel care because like you'll be dead. If Who I cares? had a terminal you... illness, if you told me tomorrow, like, oh, you're dying, I'd probably have strong feelings on it. But this not... it? no, th th this would actually be pretty good too. Where is my fucking song? It's. I'm gonna let it roll so we can talk about it. We can talk about your funeral for hemorrhaging listeners right now. <laughs> no, our listeners are turning up the fucking vol, man. Here we go. Also not it. Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Andrew's funeral. Can we talk about how good host. this music is, though? This shit is really good. <laughs> I want to go to a Comic-Con as this music. You should. I want to go to a Comic-Con as something. I want to go to a Comic-Con as Jeff Tate. Do they have a Comic-Con for metal? I. They it's must, called... right? <laughs> this yeah, is it. Like every... oh, this is good. Over and over again. For th my funeral is three days long, and this just never stops playing. <laughs> it's like Chrissy's funeral in uh, Sopranos. It's like really dour. It's so uh, good. Go in, hug Gabrielle. Oh my god, I can't believe this. You know, everybody's there. Everyone we know is there, and this music blaring. Like I rented a PA specifically for this. I've yes. had it like on hold for John years. And John Duty's adjusting the settings on the PA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want to make sure sounds better. That song is so infectious that I I changed all my light switches in my house um, to the ones that I can like control with Siri. And as wow. I was doing it, I was humming that song. <laughs> it became your Hey Siri. Like, what is wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you, man. 
You know, you're just you're growing into your own body finally. No, it's about time. Yeah, you're growing into your own skin. Can I tell you, this is the first broadcast from the new office. Yes, the, the new and improved one overnight drive plaza. Got a legitimate office now. Like, the door My is closed. God. What is it like to be successful? It's not bad. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be there if it wasn't for me. Tell the whole world I wrote you a letter. That is true. You did write me a letter. You've written me a couple letters over the years. It's, uh, it's not I've bad. I got you a gun. I got you mm-hmm. laid that one time. Um, uh, that was that was fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I, I was just going to wonder aloud if that's ever happened. No, I don't think it has. I think it's the opposite, actually. Really? Yeah, I think, think it was that one, t- yeah, one time. Like I put I, in a I good word? Like, I, yeah, that one time, it was that fuse box. You put in a good word. I got a little... I was, we're, we're out bird-dogging chicks. That fuse box, getting, getting loaded and bird-dogging chicks. That's what we used to do. And uh, I did sound at the fuse box last week, and it was the fucking worst. <laughs> Still the same system? <laughs> no. They have a decoy snake on the stage that uh, they don't know what to do with, so they just left it there. I'm the idiot plugging things into it, getting it, and I'm like, nothing's coming out. What the fuck's going on? And they're like, oh, there you have to plug it into the secret snake. And they have a locked, like, locked metal box on the side of the stage where the actual snake is. And I, I mean, have to call somebody, not uh, not for any other reason than to get the combination for the padlock on the lockbox lock box for the secret snake. And the pa- the combination is nuts, N-U-T-S. Well, good to know. Oh, um, they keep all the microphones in there, too. I'll go, I'll go tomorrow and just fucking take all that shit out. <laughs> I, I will. I want to. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, I just broadcast to the world what the, uh, the yes, you did. if you want to plug into the, if you want to plug into your iPhone into the secret right. snake, God bless, because yeah. <laughs> it's got to be better than the music that's playing. Um, no, it was an EDM uh, born out of the EDM community when they were like, oh, we need a snake on the stage and it can't be this one. So it has all kinds of other stuff. But um, it was uh, I was <laughs> setting the board for emo night. Emo night oh, where or band no listen listen it's not karaoke night and it's not bands playing emo music it's band, a, a group of people like say a band has like five members right five members of the band will go up on stage huddled around a MacBook and play different emo songs that they like oh, I hate that and there's balloons. And the guy acted like I was fucking Bob Clear Mountain when I adjusted the the high, mid, and low on the board for the first time for him. He's like, holy shit, that sounds awesome. No, it doesn't. It's like, like, yeah, this is what happens when a a not bartender sets up your your sound for you. How is that place still there? I remember it was was for sale not that long ago, and I had fantasies about buying it and turning it back into the QE2, but then never actually opening it and just taking a loss on the property. Best part was the dude was so impressed he gave me double double what he was supposed to give me. Fuck, all right, not bad, not bad. <laughs> I rolled out of there and went back to Justin Kiss's house and ordered Thai food. <laughs> Excellent, really good. <laughs> this is my summer so far. Uh, I know it's still spring, but I'm just thinking. Yeah, this is my, my I, I like you're leaning. Uh, yeah, I like that you're leaning into like you know just like a a ledger dude, summer situation. I am fucking happy. Listen to me. I'm so happy. I've been ha- the happiest I've been these past couple of weeks. Yeah, this is kind of fast. You had disappeared from from the usual places that I find you, like the usual sad sack <laughs> shit, where you're like fucking <laughs> recording guys like falling over in Washington Park. 
Uh, and I didn't yeah, know if that so. was a good or a bad sign. So, all right. Well, the the videos were fun. They, they were born out of a dark place where I was actually... <laughs> Obviously. I would, yes. <laughs> I, people were like, your videos are so funny. And I'm like... Well, I'm that's dying actually what I, I would actually rant like fucking Archie Bunker. Like, I sounded exactly like my dad. When I'm just driving around town with my dad, that's what he sounds like. It's like, well, look at this fucking guy. He's like... Or he'd be like, look at this woman's ass. Like, you say shit like that, and be like, Dad, you can't say that. He's like, fuck, no, I can't. The windows are down, Dad. Yeah, Dad. My father's on Facebook now. And, whoa. No. <laughs> oh, I, 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 he comments f- on fucking... I get these notifications all the time. He doesn't have a picture. He wants, he wants me to help... When I go up for Mother's Day this weekend, he wants me to help him get a picture up. And I was like, does that mean I get to choose the picture? Yeah, because that's more like be, it. Because it's going to be Hitler. <laughs> So you get banned. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know. You don't like me on Facebook? He gets all self-conscious. I'm like, you don't have any friends. You just comment on people's shit. You- my cousin, my, my young fucking 20-year-old cousin posted the Childish Gambino video. And he wrote, PC bullshit underneath <laughs> it in all caps. <laughs> More, I'm gonna. I, I took a screenshot. I was gonna send it to you more PC bullshit. <laughs> I was like, you didn't even watch it. You don't know who Donald Glover is. You might have just seen a black guy. I love you, Dad, but you know you're from Staten Island and you grew up in the '50s. And yeah, you know. Was, uh... Or maybe he just has a really good nose for bullshit, man. I don't know. I haven't seen uh, it either, but uh... could be true. <laughs> I wonder, people your old man's age, and now, like, I found my whole family's on Facebook now, too, and they, like, my, holy fuck, my family has discovered what a group text is. Oh, great. But they have not discovered the etiquette that comes along with group texts in any capacity. (laughs) So, they group text each other with me in there, and they go from, like, you know, group texts are to send, like, uh, memes you find. That's sure. it. That's what it's for. That's that's the only reason for them. That and like right now I'm commiserating with like five people from work. We're having like a, a, a quasi funeral for somebody who got let go. Mm. Uh, and that, that's what those things are for. My family doesn't get that shit. And so they go on group text and they reference things that each other have put on Facebook in the group text, not on Facebook where you can actually comment and interact with the thing. They go on the group chat and they're like, I love what you posted on Facebook. Yeah. Right. Will you lose me on this goddamn group chat? Will you fucking lose my number? <laughs> Do I have to finally change my number after 20 years of having the same fucking cell phone number? Um, I, I mean, uh, fan, I, I, uh, my mother gets it. My mother uses emojis in the right way. Not bad. And my aunt is super. She sent me all this stuff today about how people, like, she, they're all from Newfoundland, you know, and my mother's, my mother's the only one from Newfoundland, she's the only one who's, like, purebred Canadian, everybody else is from New York, but they're like, Anthony Bourdain got in trouble for calling people from Newfoundland Newfies, and we can't like, do that anymore? One. I guess you can't do that anymore for some weird reason, even though it's just, like, there's what, a million What about queebs? Can we say queebs, or is that not cool now, too? Nah, I don't think queebs are cool either, man. Or Canucks or hosers. I just, it's you know. No fucking I, fun. But I'm like, I resist the urge to write back. I just think you're all fucking stupid. I, yes, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't really matter, um, you know, what. It's it's just like, oh, uh, yeah. Like, do you have <laughs> a goddamn head injury? Oh, I just got your text right now. This is so good. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's my father's opinion. Yo, like, first of all, the... he didn't just say politically correct what? bullshit. He typed, wow, space, two exclamation points, two periods, no space, more politically correct bullshit, all caps, space, exclamation points. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, Dad, why do you put spaces? He's like, you're supposed to put a space after the punctuation or before the punctuation. Yeah, he looks like, like he's like, trying he to definitely... crack Enigma here. This is wild. Yeah. I was like, Dad, no. He's like, I took typing and uh, I took a typist class. Like, he gets all, like, insecure because I know more than him. Holy he God. Really I took a typist guy. class. Yo, you sent me to college to get a fucking English degree. Are you seriously yeah. right now? You let, no, more like, you watched, you watched me walk into the flames of student loan debt. <laughs> No, and we're proud of me. You're like, oh, it's great, and we'll just figure it out sometime. Like literally, like the money you leave me, more may, more might cover it after nursing home and shit. Absolutely not. No, definitely won't. We will I'm figure it out at on. your death. That that is where that'll be figured out. I like how. <laughs> I like it. It's like, we'll figure it out. Like, I'm definitely going to be dead in the next 10 to 15 years. So everyone's like, oh, yeah, we'll figure it out when you die because everyone's going to go. Like, I'm going to go before everybody else. I know we got some young people listening to this. Anytime somebody says, we'll figure it out about a massive decision, you're not going to figure it out. Don't make that decision if somebody says, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. No, No you won't. No, that's, that's what you say when you don't know what to say. Exactly. Listen, here's the deal. We're going to move to uh, we're, we're gonna move to New Zealand. We've got $70 in our pockets, and we're not really getting along that well. What do you do when you get there? Oh, we'll figure it out. You we'll will not fucking figure that out. <laughs> don't get on the plane. <laughs> or ship. You get a ship. Don't get on the ship. Holy shit. I just... I'm, my neighbor's upstairs. I... It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I feel bad. They're real quiet people, and I've been real quiet all week. And now I just like, I just lit up loud, and I think they're they're sitting upstairs and like, who the fuck did we just rent to? Why did we do this? Who did we rent to? Morton Downey Jr. Right? There were so many quiet, nice people that we could have rented to, and so we rented this jackass. Speaking of Morton Downey Jr., real briefly. Um, I love to speak about compiling Jr. videos to uh, eventually become the 24 hour thing because I realized that I have to compile 24 hours worth of video. So I um, downloaded a, uh, a program called Wondershare Filmora. Excellent. Which was free. And uh, you can splice together as many videos as you want, which is great. Brilliant. And you can also ed- trim videos. So I, I edited down uh, the um, Chippendales video to more, just more than a photograph. Really good. And I sent it to Michael Rapp, and he said, thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. <laughs> it's, like, fucking awesome. Because <laughs> I know he's probably tired of me talking at him about Chippendales by now, but I'm still doing it. Where's our other um, man? What's what's he up to? You still get the fucking you are my brother text from him? Oh, Darren McBee, of Darren course. Darren McBee. Beautiful. Yeah. That's great. He's like, thanks, brother. He's like, God bless you, brother. My favorite shit. God That's bless really good. you, brother. Yeah. No, getting blessed by a famous actor. It's unbelievable. Did you? Unbelievable. Uh, I, I watched Falling Down a few weeks ago, and I noticed him in the crowd in the uh, yeah. in the background. Um, did you add the video where Stuttering John is assaulted by Morton Downey Jr.? No, I didn't. But really I good. Yeah, really good. Did you see that? He punched me. He punched me. He punched me. I just want a microphone. It's really, really good. That is. Oh man, that is the twilight of of Morton Downey Jr. Like. 
fuck so added, bad. I, I added the uh, Ace Frehley and Friends in the Morton Downey uh, Morton Downey show. Hell um, yeah. Ace Frehley, Joey Ramone, Johnny Z from Megaforce Records, uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax. Really who looks good. Really pissed off that he's there. And a bunch of Gindaloons, total New Jersey, like, acid wash jean, striped shirt wearing, like, total, like, yo, fuck, fuck public enemy. Oh, and they say, like, they curse and everything. And he's like, yeah, you shut up. Public enemies just as racist. They say the metal bands are racist. Fuck that. Like, it's so awesome. And it, it's supposed to be a, like, this was an interview, like, point counterpoint with music journalists who don't respect metal. Right. Okay. That was how it started. And it lasted, that topic lasted about three seconds. That sounds great. And in the middle of it all, you have Ace Frilly running around playing Peacekeeper and like laughing at people's faces and shit like that. And then the dude from Circus of Power. (laughs) Yes. The dude from Circus of Power gets into a face to face confrontation with Ace Frilly. Yo, you got to send me this. This sounds amazing. It's fucking uh, really amazing. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, I just put it up on the Overnight Drive uh, YouTube, which I'm trying to build up a little bit with my time off. Now I have time to do everything I want, so it's uh, it's really nice. I still got a um, video in the hopper from my time in Europe I haven't had a chance please, to put up yet. I'll, I'll throw that, that shit up this week. So, so good. I love those videos. Oh, the first, those videos, I, that made my year. Those videos are so fucking funny. A, a window into pure depression right there. Yeah, and it's nice to... Not be the only depressed one on this podcast. Sometimes. I'm glad. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's really good because like Circus of Power dudes, like you've got you're in a really fortunate place. You're in a really like he's like basically just jealous because Ace Frehley is like rich. <laughs> like no argument. And then a woman comes up out of nowhere and is like, "No one said anything about the fans. We're the ones that pay your bills." And then Ace Frehley just runs up and kisses the woman. Oh man. <laughs> It's so good, and it's only forty minutes long, which is the best part. And uh, I'll have to—I'm going to send it to you right oh, now. Oh, please! That sounds so good. It, and it's—it's—I—I I splice it all together, and uh, it's one of the only intact versions on YouTube right now. That'll be um, fun because tonight, every night, me and Gab will like wind down, we'll get into you? bed, and lay down. And be like, all right, uh, what do you want to watch? And then it's like, yo, I don't know, I can't. Like neither of us can decide. We're both tired. And we're like, we're going to watch Ace Freely. <laughs> Ace Freely and Friends on the Morton Downey Jr. show. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Where is Morton Downey yeah. and all? Is he just fucking sitting back he's, and letting this all go? No. He's got a he's got a, a, a one earring on his left ear. Oh, my and God. He's talking about how uh, he's comparing, he's comparing uh, doing stand-up comedy to being in a band, which is, like, insane. And... Uh, <laughs> This sounds... And he's like, yeah, you know, some guy jerks you out of four grand, like, really out of touch. Like, none of those bands. Circus of Power wasn't making four grand a night. Richard, <laughs> Warren Down Dude yeah, was like, yeah, yo, like, imagine making four grand a night as a metal band I mean, in 1986. Like, <laughs> you don't make four grand a year in, the, yeah, in Circus she, of Power. Like, Bon Jovi made four grand a night. That was like, what are you yeah. kidding me? Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I just sent it to you. I chose the best picture, too. It's a really, really pickled looking Ace Freely with like like girl hair. <laughs> oh really Jesus Christ! Yeah. He looks like he's been in a car fire. Yeah, he's really he looks really bad. And uh, this is what I've been doing with my time off is bolstering uh, the overnight drive uh, weirdness uh, pool, and it's happening every day. No way anybody's going to stop it. Building up to eventually a twenty four hour live experience. I have I bought 
a uh, from off Craigslist. I bought a fifty dollar computer, like a a Dell Tower. Oh fuck! That it's just no, no. It, hear me out. The Dell Tower that's just gonna run twenty four seven videos. I like, mean, cool. <laughs> I'm yeah, into it's, it. It's, it's and I'm I'm just gonna plug the Cat Five into it, and it's gonna run. It's gonna we're gonna have twenty four hour. Uh, not only 24-7 videos, but 24-7 overnight drive. Your neighbors on, will be stoked. No, no, it's out It's out in the world for everybody through through MixLR. We can I guess we could just do a thing. Channel. You just take all the old episodes and cut them into bits, and then with no context, you just put the bits in there. That's what I'm doing. Shit, that's good. That's yeah, real good. It's, it's, it's like basically like overnight drive radio. WOND is going to also gift. be live. What a gift you've given these people. That's it. WOND, 24 hours a day. There's um, We have roughly like a couple thousand hours of content. So, um, yeah, we can uh, we can do it. It's going to be I awesome. I was listening to old episodes when I was in Europe thinking about what a fucking putz I was. Such a, such a shame. No way. You're fine, man. See, uh, do I, now, you know, you always do the building up. I have to build you up now? Jeez, no, no, no. Yo, you gotta... If, I feel like if you don't look back at yourself two, three, four, five years ago and say, man, what a putz, you're probably not doing the right thing. Because, yeah, you should always oh, be moving God. towards I, something. Yeah, you know, I think this whole move, losing... Not, I hate to say losing my job because I really didn't. I never had it to begin with. Um, but this is a real, like, line of the sand moment. Like, I feel so good again for the first time in a long time. Like, I'm doing what I want to do. That's and pretty I'm, sick. I'm, I still have money coming in. Uh, it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I think I can do this other places, too. I'm not tethered to Albany. Still thinking about New York. Very sick. Did you, yeah. uh, you, you, you went and fucking you hit the bench, I saw. I, I worked out. I, I worked out yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm going every other day. I do, you know, I do my little cardio thing. I know how to do it. Uh, I still haven't had a drop to drink since Sunday. Goddamn, not bad. And I know, realize how much, be- all I do is drink beer, 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 beer. And it makes me bad feel look. bad. Bad it's look. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. I can, I'm, sh- I'm sure I'll break. I'm not going to, because it's very <clears throat> trendy right now to say I'm sober. Oh yeah, Andrew, yeah, Andrew. I'm sober. Oh, it's because you know it's like if you're if you're in AA, you like you know you're it's, you, chances are you had a DWI, you fucking got drunk and punched your girlfriend. Like you actually have a problem that you need to address. Like you have to you've been to drug court four times, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, because just because you ran out of money, it doesn't mean you're sober. Or just be, you know, it's like you wait you wait two days. You haven't had a drink in two days because you've been busy. So you know what? I'm sober now. I guess so I'm going to post it on the gram. Sober Jesus. long diatribe. Sober life. Hashtag sober life. It's like it's my first sober sunrise. Yeah, in years. <laughs> my first sober sunrise since I was a child. Wow. Look at it's like some people post like before and after photos of their face. Like, look how much better I look now that I haven't been drinking. And it's like, <laughs> maybe not. You know, I mean, look. look like Ace Freely without the makeup. Um, yeah, really, yeah, it, looks like, it looks like Leatherface. We're entering back into that cycle where people get into Fight Club again. Yeah, I can oh, see yeah. it all happening right now between. Yeah, like this shit where everyone who's had a problem for five years is starting to like be like, oh, maybe this isn't cute anymore. 
and then like everybody who feels disenfranchised is like fucking bookmarking Jordan Jordan Peterson fucking videos. Don't yo like nah. Fight Club is 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 for real. Fight Club's gonna be like back in vogue any minute. You'll see it on TV in like three weeks on TBS in heavy rotation. Funny that you mentioned that. Guess who met with fucking Pete Carroll today? What? Jordan Peterson. Wow. Awesome. Really cool. White Power Seahawks. Great. Wow. Right wing. Let's not do this white power right right wing thing. All right. Like, God damn. Not a great look. Yeah. (laughs) Just a weird time to be alive. I I saw that and I was like, damn. Well, nothing shocking, I guess. (laughs) You know, like, um, it was just very odd for me to see that. And they're like, you know, buddy, buddy, whatever. Um, who, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who cares? Honestly, I was a little mad, but then I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy who gets mad. What the guy who gets mad? Yeah. I just, you know, the guy who gets mad, can we not be the guy who gets mad anymore? We'll never be the guy that gets mad. It's just, it's just. No, we lived through this already. That's what we always say. Andrew, in the nineties, do you think this, people have no idea. I hate to say that. I hate, I'm entering territory that I fucking hate. Put a gun in my mouth if I'd ever do this again. But literally, like, when you remember, like, the mid to late 90s were all about people telling you what they felt. Oh, yeah. In every way. Like, you had a fucking girlfriend who said she was running a marathon for Mumia. That's insane. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Remember that? I do. Insane. Oh, my God. It gets way worse. And it's, it's not as bad as it was. Still. Can you, if you can imagine. Well, that's sort of the funny <laughs> thing is doing like the fucking punk politics shit in the nineties. I feel like the the woke stuff now. I'm like, yo, I wrote this playbook. Like I ran right. these plays, man. Like we did this already. Yeah. Why are we still doing this? Like this Guess is old what? shit. You lost the game. Yeah, you know, we didn't win. Absolutely, you didn't win because people got tired of it. No one wants to hear it anymore. Oh, you're not. You you just you know you just uh, assumed. This person's gender. Well, it's okay. I, I sure did. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, the woman in Lululemon? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> like what? Oh, the dog? I assume the dog's... Oh, the the dog with two big balls? Yes, I assume the dog's gender. I, I did assume the dog's gender. It's true. I'm sorry. I do that all the time with babies. I you just know, say, hey, hey, dude. I say, hey, dude. I was thinking about this a couple days ago. We we could be infinitely more fucked up and probably be much more successful doing this. Yeah. This is an interesting interesting situation. Like we could we you and I could draw a really hard line stance on gender. Sure. And that could be our thing is our this is our gender hardline stance podcast and probably get a lot more listeners. Even if people just di- like dial in and listen just to fucking like leave hate in the comment section. It's a fascinating world we live in. It is. It is. Uh, Jordan Peterson said one thing that I uh, semi agreed with, actually. He's like um, when people like he's basically boiled down like people like you have to like use proper pronouns. He's like, well, I don't like being told what to say. <laughs> And I don't know anybody who likes being told what to say. Well, <laughs> and I was like, it's kind of true. This, <laughs> this like is one of those say. fucking arguments that it really gets people riled up. Because, yo, people think in language. 
that's just it like you you think in words and people listening right now you're thinking in words the idea that someone would presuppose to tell you how to speak means they are going to presuppose to tell you how to think which is like a pretty fucking dicey place to be yeah i i don't trust the person that presupposes to tell me what i should eat let alone what i should think so like that that should it just i not gonna work not gonna work for omar no it's not uh are uh, are we speaking a dead language andrew what do you think a dead language yeah probably i'd imagine do you remember um <laughs> downset do we speak are we speaking a dead language i thought you were going somewhere not to downset that's interesting listen to this okay They killed my daddy. They killed my daddy. I killed my dad. Do we speak a dead language? Okay, this was written about the same thing that everybody's freaking out about now. But now, when people said, oh, when Trump's in office, the only thing we have to look forward to is the return of good music. Yo, I'm happen. waiting for that. Uh, <laughs> the new Frankie Cosmos came out, and uh, you know, it's not that great. Yeah, find Just me saying. if that shit happens. Uh, they made everyone fucking retract into themselves like a fat dude's dick. It's pretty much what happened. Well, this is sort of the thing. <sighs> Nobody like, has any actual thoughts on the matter. Have you noticed no. this? No, I, was, I forget who I was saying this to. It might even been my dad the other day. I was like... You know, we don't agree on politics, but yeah, it's just, everything has been, like, really said. And really any... said. Yeah. Get it. Got it. <laughs> like, to the point the where fucking the ground the, has the, been trod. Like, to the point where the now the outspoken person on your on your f- timeline looks like, looks like a fucking Randy Weaver. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, like, the person who is still hammering about fucking Sesta and Fosta, still. You know what? Okay, yeah, you know what? Okay, so they shut Backpage down. Uh, you know, it. I was it wondering was, what Sesta and Fosta was, but no, I got it. Well, remember when I was talking about the sex workers and they came out with the article and they were like, mm-hmm. "Sex workers are now fearing for their future." Well, are, um, haven't they? Like, I remember seeing somebody making a, a tally of how many sex workers have been like killed or missing since uh, since yeah. that shit happened. Because they used Backpage to locate, like, they used facial recognition software to locate these women. Um, that was why the, the, a lot of, uh, pimps started using fake pictures and, um, now it's over, game over. Like now they're really gone. <laughs> like so many women have been saved because of facial recognition software and, uh, Oh, she's in Des Moines. Weird. Let's go get her. You know, that used to happen all the time, like every day in different municipalities. And now it's like, you can't do that. And now it's gone way underground, and it's going to get seedier and weirder. It's like when they sh- when they put abortion underground, a bunch of people just ended up dying. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, we thing. found a woman impaled with a uh, broomstick. Is that normal? Is that normal? This woman came in clutching her dead kid, and she doesn't know what to do. Is that normal? Hmm. <laughs> she but is totally I'm... unresponsive. But the crazy thing is, Justin Kiss and I were driving around last week, I think. We drove down Central Avenue. We were coming uh, back from Little Beat. And on every corner, multiple women. It shoved everybody back on the street. Yo, the that least is, safe thing That ever. is dark as shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Backpage pushed everyone back out on the street. 
and it wasn't it was a hot night and people just standing there they're standing like obvious obviously like like you never see like a, a dog that looks hungry i like just got those eyes like, one, <laughs> like hookers have those eyes man mm-hmm. not like the not like the cool hookers we met or i met in fucking europe who were like, oh, don't bring me into that no you didn't no you weren't even there you weren't even there <laughs> I'm going to put cool this episode up. I'm going to come home and Gab's going to like throw a frying pan at me. <laughs> come home as you're throwing stuff out of the out of the new house. Oh, my God. I haven't even broken in the furniture. I don't want my stuff's on the ground. My Rolex. No. <laughs> she takes off in the friend Glenn mobile. God Never damn. be seen again. Yo, friend Glenn got, uh, she had a stray cat that, no. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. She was like bringing it inside the feed or something like that. <laughs> And it saw the dog, and it bit her so hard that she can't use her hand now, and is like, the... like it has some kind of like a staph infection from it. Yeah, so she, it like... toxo... she probably got really bad toxoplasmosis. Yeah, so yeah, it's a it's a dark that's, scene. She was here last night, like... and was like, her hand looks like a catcher's mitt. Yo, that shit's like Lyme. Now that should like stay with you. Like yeah. you need to get antibiotics. That yeah, she's the... she's on it. Yeah, it's, it's being taken care of. You know, that's what you get for being nice. I'm saying, no fucking, no cats. We yeah, got the one no. cat, that's enough. Oh, yeah, plus, like, oh, some guard dog. Jesus. Your dog is, uh, many things. I don't think a guard dog is uh, is one of them. Though it looks scary as hell at first, but it's, uh, it is the no chillest. Cats? Did you just say no cats within earshot of Clem? Yeah, we got the one cat, it's all right. She's all fine. Right, she, yeah. she met a cat at the window last night, wasn't a fan. No, she's not a fan of anybody or uh-uh. anything. Just her and you two. Yeah, no, she's definitely you know not I, uh, not a fan of you. You know what I should do though, because I maybe it'll be all new because I didn't help you move this time. Sadly, really sadly, because the show I worked was awful. Yeah, um, you you did miss some grade A movers. I I'm eternally bummed for a lot of. The, I was bummed on many fronts that I missed that. Really good. This one guy he from Belarus. <laughs> who just he was wearing like that shit the weightlifters wear like the weightlifting belt yeah and he saw my yankees shit. hat and just would follow me around for the better part of two hours just giving me the thumbs up and repeating current yankee players names and that was it he'd be like oh very good uh, yeah Aaron Hicks, very good yeah like yup jeez what a character <laughs> yes. what a character to write into a teleplay he was great that guy's awesome damn all right i can't wait to write more teleplays I'm you working should on, i'm working on thrill hill like a like a like an sob it's all coming out of me man it's great I, this, this is wild this when i stress and adrenal fatigue and depression are real and they will kill you person who works in an office if you're feeling you got to do something else you got to do take you tomorrow gotta, off. Or, or or turn off at five and really do it because i didn't and i fucked my life up that and is very much not an option for me. It, as you're saying, turn off at five and mean it. I got four text messages, nine twenty nine at night. How do you do? You know, people fought and died for the weekend and normal hours. Like, how, how can you work all the time? Just has to happen sometimes. You know, there there are other you know, times where I could go two three days without working at all if I yeah. really felt like that was a thing to do. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't go to an office. Nobody is over my shoulder. Like if I, if I wanted to just take a Tuesday and hang out and like watch this fucking Ace Freely thing is what it is. You will, you will love this Ace Freely thing. I, I'm sure I will, but I won't do that yeah. shit. I, uh, I, I will apply myself. These people are good enough to give me money. I will be good enough to give them yeah. 
uh, my time. 100, 110%. Hard workers are rewarded with more hard work. And one of these days, you're going to climb right to the top of the ladder. And you're going to look around and realize... It's a lonely you, fucking place to be. Yeah. You're going you're gonna, to you know, look around and realize you're only 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> there you go. You're going you know, to get a ladder at Lowe's. I want you, to, you know what I want you to do? I want you to climb a ladder every day. As a metaphor for life. Okay. I guess I can and, do that. Um, once you climb the ladder, I want you to imagine... This is my Jordan Peterson impression. I, you you are doing... Are we talking about the same person? <laughs> Dude no. sounds like Kermit the Frog. What? Kermit the Frog? No. Um, no, this is my uh, Dr. Andrew Weil... Uh, naturopath voice. There you go. But I always I always take this voice when I'm at the co-op, and I sound like start muttering under my breath because the Haba people think I'm stealing. Um, like what you need to do? I want you to climb a ladder. What, what? This is like a therapist. This is my new character, therapist that doesn't believe in therapy, but it believes in natural medicine. Oh fuck, Andrew. Uh, what I want you to do? Call it homework. I want you to climb a ladder. Do you have access to a ladder? I don't have access to a ladder, no. I, I want you to buy a ladder. <laughs> Ten foot ladder. I want you to put it on the side of your house. What I want you to do is climb that ladder every morning. As a metaphor for life. Once you reach the top of that ladder, I want you to imagine falling from that ladder. And how much it would hurt and where you'd land and if you'd how you'd gesticulate and in the short amount of time it took you to hit the ground, where you where you would like, would you go feet first? Would you outstretch your arms? And I want you to use that as a metaphor for preparation for life's twists and turns. Can you do that for me, Andrew? This sounds fucking awful. The pe- <laughs> I I have never gone to a therapist. Is that what that shit is like? <laughs> yes, it is. I stopped going to my therapist. Oh, you stopped stop. going to see Pete Best? That's a shame. I stopped going to see Pete Best because he's f- f- trying to charge me over $100 a session. And I was like, yeah, nah. I'm not paying off your trailer, dude. Nope. Sorry. So he's like, oh, well, he like, called me personally on his personal phone, which I thought was kind of unprofessional. Oh, man. And he's like, hey, I thought we had a... Because they're the insurance people or the, they're the people at the health center. We're like, yeah, you can't come here. They basically were like saying everything, but I'll be ushered off the property because I don't have insurance. Because I mean nothing to them without insurance, right? Yeah, Fine. you should have gone just to get ushered off the property. Yeah. Just to prove a <laughs> weird know. point. Last time, I, I, I fucking, when I was in a bad way, I screamed at them for making me fill out 13 pages of paperwork, and I left, and then they they called me saying, I have to come back. I told you about because <laughs> it it's a legal thing. And I was like, legal for who? That's <laughs> all pissed. But I told him I couldn't go, and he was like, oh, well, uh, I thought we had a good thing going. And I said, yeah, you know, it's things like this that make me unhappy. <laughs> and uh, I, like, really told him the truth. I was like, you know, it's just the whole process makes me really unhappy, and, um, you know, our sessions weren't that productive. And Hell yeah. I think I'm going to be okay. I think I got what I needed. He told me a couple good things that uh, I probably already knew myself. And he's all like, uh, 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 like... <laughs> I'm like yeah, so you know, happy trails, man. I, I love this shit. You. This is great. I'm I'm glad you're in such a good spot. I, I'm like, sticking it, man. I'm sticking it. I'm trying to stick the landing, and uh, so far so good. What's the medication situation? Are you fucking? Are you rolling free? Are you what do you, what do you have happening? I'm taking uh, it's a I'm taking a 
few different vitamins. I'm taking 5-HTP and taking lithium orotate. That's a um, no no fucking Seroquel or fucking no, Prozac. I am, no, and I'm, I let my Xanax run out, run out. I still take my Adderall. But I'm really trying to, like, get off of all the shit. And because uh, I, I now know why I feel vital and I feel happy. It's because I'm not, I was really dry. Like, I was really, like, sedating myself almost. Like, I was taking a lot of Xanax every day. Mm-hmm. And I was taking a lot of Adderall every day, which and just was, I, I, my natural state wasn't the only time I was in my natural state was about two hours after I fell asleep, <laughs> you know, and right in the morning. And that's not really a natural state when you first wake up because you're all like, Ugh. but I was like, you know, I don't remember what it was like to be me. Like I've been like, like manic Adderall guy for years. And that's a different kind of mania that I can control, but it's still mania. Well, that's the thing. I was listening to uh, to an episode not that long ago where you had stated that if you're off your medication for two days, no matter how much therapy you've gone through and shit, you just end up exactly back where you started. So it's just right. like... It's a zero-sum yeah. game. It's just... You have to just start living with the understanding that this is a stopgap measure. And that's just kind of how, how it yeah. works. And right. I think I see people on the internet all the time constantly doing that shit where they you know you know the shit where you glorify fucking uh like mental health issues but you don't really glorify (laughs) you just talk about it and wait for somebody to take the bait so you can like feel a way about it sure oh you gotta just start living like you're gonna run out of pills because they're not gonna sustain yeah you will run your whole life your life you're like j-lo in the first half of enough and the goal should be to be (laughs) j-lo in the second half of enough you know what i mean it's just like you gotta live your life like that shit's gonna be fucking gonna be a bad scene so you just prep for it you know phil collins started playing shows Oh, you, you sent me that link and I was driving and I can't click on it. It's going to make me so fucking sad. I, no, I'm it's, really I'm worried. I, it's not good. He looks like somebody who won a contest and is sitting on stage with the band. Yo, and Philip Bailey realize, looks like straight hell, too, in that photo. What is going on? No, Philip Bailey, he's like, oh, this isn't, this is Easy Lover in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Lewis Cole looks great. Daryl Sturmer looks great, obviously. The song is two steps lower and slower. That was weird, because the last video we watched was like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, they... Man, this this doesn't have the range he used to. This is, like, Philip Bailey comes on stage, all right, he's clapping, not with the group, not with the beat. Ooh. He's sitting in in an office chair. Um, Daryl Starmer is standing next to him looking great. And it's, he looks, he's, he's dying. He looks like he's dying. He has, oh. a, he has an old man cane next to him with a, like a mic clip on the top of it. Oh, no. Full Bell has still got the pipes, though. He does, <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. No, just, uh, no Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, <laughs> fucking reunion no. going on right now. They could no, get him to Sao Paulo. I got nothing going on. You know, in two weeks, he's going to be playing like the the Wharf in Philadelphia with like one other original member of Earth, Wind, and Fire oh, and Jobbers man. with a quest love on drums. Oof. oof <laughs> like, oof. oh, I was just in Sao Paulo making, you know, I probably made 10 grand with Phil Collins and now I'm making hot dogs. It's awesome. Right, <laughs> I'm well. late for my job at Pat's Steaks. 
Hey, Philip. Hey, Philip. Hey, yeah, you know, I know you're down there near the water. <laughs> but if you, uh, I don't care. I never cared. I didn't care about Earth, Wind, and Fire back then. Come to work. Oh. Come to work. Or you don't want to have a job no more. Poor Philip Bailey, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was my impression of Philip Bailey's boss at Pat Stakes. He Thank actually you. probably lives pretty well because the only Earth, Wind, and Fire yeah. song anyone fucking knows is that song he sings on. Roller coaster of love. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, this is your night tonight. Everything's gonna. What song is that? Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. I keep gonna... singing Cool in the Gang song. You're, you're, <laughs> you're doing exactly the wrong things. This is your night tonight. Everything's gonna be alright. I'm really into Harmony lately. Harmony Corinne, the director. No, just That's kidding. pretty sick. You ever, um, the, you ever see the trash? It's trash shining, I think it's Shining Star, isn't it? Shining Star. You're a shining star. Yeah, man. You know, Earth, Wind, and Fire. No, uh, sorry. September. 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 My bad. Do you remember? Okay, all right. Never mind. There's a lot of fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire songs everyone knows. <laughs> Fuck, I fucked up. Ladies and gentlemen, one night only, Andrew. Yeah. For the first time. Thanks for coming out. I think y'all know this one. <laughs> I want this played at my funeral. Digging those lighters. What if I release a solo record and it was just like Earth, Wind, and Fire jam? It'd <laughs> be fucking great. Man, they were a lot of good songs, boy. I could I probably you. hit those notes, you know? I don't know if I could really sustain them, but I could probably hit them. I think you could. You want to do? Uh, you want to do a uh, when I live in New York? You want to do an Earth, Wind, and Fire cover band? Play bars? Yes, you know, I want to do that. Yeah, we could do. We could busk. We could busk in the L, the brand new L station. Oh, perfect! That sounds like a great use of both of our times. I had a, uh, <laughs> I had a subway busker start to follow me on Twitter, and it was one of those weird things where they kept interacting with me in a one way fashion, and I just would never respond. Do you know, like, it was just, like, what are, what are you about? What is, what do you think is happening here? Very weird scene. <laughs> I'm still hung up on Earth, Wind, and Fire, honestly. Wait, was, wasn't Lionel Richie in Earth, Wind, and Fire? No. Listen to that, man. This shit is real good. You know what? Funk band is, goes really unsung, and I think that, um... It would benefit our listeners, young and old, to listen to is Maze. Have you ever listened listened to Maze before? I have never listened to Maze. Maze, and it was it's Maze. The whole name of the band is Maze, featuring Frankie Beverly, right? Oh, all right. And they're like the chillest funk band in the world, right? And they had an album. The album to start with is Live in New Orleans. And I know it's weird to start with a live album, but it's. It's basically like an encapsulate of everything they've done up until then, and then their stuff after that's pretty crummy. So, but Frankie Beverly is awesome, and he writes really weird, like minor key, like mournful kind of songs, and uh, I love it. I love Maze. So look up Maze. It's just Maze in, in Spotify. Just Maze. All right. But he has a song called You, right? And <laughs> they do it. In- I assume this is also in Sapella. No. Maze featuring. New Orleans, Louisiana. 
really I just good, added yeah. this to the queue. It's you know what, though? Amazing. Looking at the cover of this, I have definitely fucking slipped past this record many times. Yeah. The band is, like, the tightest ever. Really good. Featuring, uh, on percussion, featuring Steve Scales, who went on to play with Talking Heads. Mm-hmm. For all you people who love This Must Be The Place, and that's it. There he is. And if you watch the live in New Orleans video... Thank you, Beverly is decked out in a white tennis outfit. And wearing like a, a little, like, uh, Lindsey Buckingham guitar. But he still keeps it together. Everybody's, like, in their Earth, Wind, Fire gear, you know, or like, or like a red suit with, like, a belt with no loops, that kind of thing. Like, kind of kind of like uh, Richard Pryor or uh, Eddie Murphy was. Um, uh, so a quasi-superhero. Yeah. The thing is, he also loves to drag out the beginnings of songs, which I love. It's what I would do in my solo Earth, Wind, and Fire thing. Yeah. I'd, hey, I'd y'all. Play, I'd play guitar. What's up? What's up? Commodore Bar. I'm Glenn. <laughs> What's up? Tip you. Make sure tip friend Glenn. Dom. I've got some, uh, got some good music for you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in the background. Like, this sounds like this plan can't fail. No, it's, I think it's a great idea. Honestly, just play like two loud so people can't talk uh, versions, like for brunch. <laughs> two loud versions of like, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire songs on uh, electric guitars. Turned down. No, but not, but not turned down that much. And like a Casio SK1. We're fine. Totally good. Doesn't have to be a big deal. And then we get paid, and then we're out. Money out. That's what we do. And we get. And then we eat one. <laughs> money of those, out the side door. Money out. Yeah, or well, we eat one of those nice fried chicken sandwiches that are so good. Yeah, the With nachos pickles. there. There, man. They're they're real uh, good. Jeez. I'm gonna fall asleep down. on the mic here. I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, hey, nothing. The little Earth Wind and Fire won't solve, pal. Uh, I got a question for you. Oh, great. Did you ever give Patrick the five hundred bucks? owed him for the seattle flight i'm in questions now oh I thought, no i didn't I that should. was my transition no that's a great that was a seamless trans that transition was so good i didn't even uh realize what you were doing i thought you were just grilling me hell yeah <laughs> it was me just fucking just want to bring up some uncomfortable shit for you that's yeah, not uncomfortable i just i haven't seen the man i i would i yeah i, I would if he was just you know, if he really needs it I feel like he'd um, yeah. be excited to get 500 bucks at this point in his life. It would just be funny. I'd just be like, hey, uh, I owe you this. Don't cash that <laughs> for a couple weeks, huh? <laughs> no, it would be straight straight cash. There you go, man. Uh, it's a long time. This has been a long time coming, and I've been saving my pennies. There you go. Remember that time back then? No, we would, have to, uh, would, of course, have to broadcast it. The handing over of money. Of course. That would be the best. Be like, oh, I got With interest, or are we just doing principal? No. Principle. Come on. Don't give anybody any ideas, huh? With interest, it's probably like twelve hundred bucks. Um right. Now I'm on my questions too. Somebody asking if we're from the same part of America as Carl Sagan, which I have no idea. Whoa. If I'm being uh, honest. Well, I'll let me look up where Carl Sagan is from. That's a great I think he was actually from like Poughkeepsie or some shit like that. Oh, he's from Brooklyn, so yeah. Oh, yes and no. I spent a good deal of my life uh, going to New York City as a child, so I guess, yeah. Um, He's actually, oh, he's, uh, yeah, born in Brooklyn, 
lived in Seattle, uh, buried in Ithaca. Interesting. Well, because uh, he loved a weird Cornell. journey. Yeah, um, yeah. I uh, I was born a stone's throw from Brooklyn, so yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, we are. That's a you know what? It's weird. That's like a great question, but also an annoying question. <laughs> it's uh, you know I like that it forces us to research. I think yeah. we don't we don't get enough uh, questions that force us to open Wikipedia. More questions. Here's another one. I probably have to research. Hans, I want to see you as the next new member of GBC with Adam. Get some of that SoundCloud cut. Now, I believe the GBC is his collective of whatever he does. Oh, yeah. It's the goth boy click. Mm, okay. Um, I think I could easily join them and um, show them a thing or three about what it's like to make music coherent I mean, music i guess that's a cool thing to do i don't know yeah uh, sure do i want to be called a goth boy yeah that want... seems like there's a lot of baggage that comes along with that no and is this like do they all perform together on stage because that's not good oh no 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 but i also don't want to wait through because there's like six members of goth boy click so i also like is it like tupac style where there's like 10 people on stage and they're all like stepping over each other because that's bad even though Tupac did it. it you know what, it's though? Like... You get to hang with Adam, and that's a lot of fun. It's, that's yeah. a nice time. Yeah. I would love that. Um, it looks like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I'd do it. What the fuck? You got a summer off. I don't know, dude. None of these people are verified. Just, hmm. show, <laughs> just show up at his house wearing eyeliner. Yeah. Like your I normal could... shit, but eyeliner. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I started to, I started to wear mostly black anyway. And then I could show up with mostly black and eyeliner and just look like an overweight gay guy. Perfect. It's really good. <laughs> All sweaty and shit. Be like, yeah, it's a new member of Gospel. It's really hot out here. It's like yes, 74 it's... degrees. Yeah. It's hot out here. It's hot out here. <laughs> hey. Grab somebody by the shirt. I'm like the muscle of Goth Boy Click. That could actually be your role. That'd be pretty alright. Yeah, you could sure be the would. you could be the fucking ogre of uh, of the fucking <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds fucking yeah. crew. I should ride him with that kind of pitch. I'd be like, I think you like to get. I think I could bench all of you together. Like <laughs> fucking all of you, all of you put together is probably 200 pounds. So, and that's like you can keep your clothes on and with your packed cigarettes, whatever. It's that's just the deal. Um, so you need some muscle. You need some like muscle that can hustle. All right. I also have the I have the musical chops to make that shit sound sweet. You know, I can go up there. I know what this I'm doing. This could be your thing, man. This could be your next step. This could be the next rock you jump to. Great. That's good. That's a night. The next slippery rock I jump. <laughs> I jump to. It immediately deposits me into the water. Can we ever wait. closer to the waterfall? He can hear it now. <laughs> the last rock before Niagara Falls. I fall over. <laughs> oh my god! I never should have gotten to Goth. Oh yeah, but he's he's playing San Francisco like now, so he gets to fly out and do that. It's a neat life. Yeah, I guess. Um, Jason in North Carolina says he loves the podcast and wants more mall reviews. I do uh, too. So we'll bring you some mall reviews next week. So I've something I've um, kind of slept on. Well, oh you know shit, what? maybe we'll bring you some now. I've got a couple in the hopper here. Uh, Crossgates Mall. Teresa Ann Marie, bad experience at this mall with all the no-good-for-nothing thieves running around it. 
There should be uh, more security or less hanging out in their office and more walking around. They also need better cameras. Okay, tech, tech <laughs> what? expert. Yeah, seriously. All right, Harry Call from the conversation. Like, yeah. fucking, Jesus. you get what you needed, a footlocker or no? Yeah. What are you, fucking Banachek? You know you know how to be a cop all of a sudden? <laughs> Jesus. I love going to Banachek. He's always, like, third in line behind Columbo. And with the other dudes. Such a bad reference. Banachek, George Papard. <laughs> okay, what are you on? Streets of San Francisco? <laughs> oh, man. What are you? What are you? Hardcastle and McCormick? God almighty. <laughs> what are you, Major Dad over there? Oh, is. <laughs> What was the fucking vehicle? I was gonna say, what was the fucking (laughs) Gerald McRaney? Hardcastle and McCormick. No, that was crazy. He wasn't crazy like a fox. What are you? God damn it! What are you, you, Joe Penny and Riptide? No, he. What fuck? This is gonna drive me nuts. Joe Penny and Riptide. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Really going for all the bad eighties, seventies, and eighties cop shows. Um, All right, I'm gonna look up Gerald McRaney. Death. (laughs) Gerald McRaney. When Gerald McRaney dies. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think he's very old, but I don't think he's dead. Because he hasn't done anything in a while. Gerald McCraney. Mannix? Man, this dude was all over the spot. Simon and Simon. Simon and fucking Simon. That's what what it was. What do you want, Simon and Simon? Teresa Ann? (laughs) Simon and Simon. (laughs) (laughs) Which ran for nine years, by the way. You can't tell Gerald McCraney anything. What is wrong with us? Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're teaching people all these... Fu- you know what? There's people out there who listen to this and be like, oh, I guess I'll look I'll look up an episode of Simon and Simon. And ten hours later, they've watched the whole series of Simon Yo, and Simon. We've spent thousands of dollars on equipment and are currently using <laughs> Skype bandwidth at nine o'clock at night, ten o'clock at night. Hey. I'm so tired. So we could talk about Gerald McRaney shows from yeah, 30 years ago. <laughs> And I think that's I think that's beautiful, honestly. I think that's that's the beauty uh, of that's the beauty of our podcast. That is true. May it live forever. Wow. Um, <laughs> so I haven't even finished this. They'll need better cameras. Yeah. Can, yeah. She's the sheriff over here. Says they need better cameras. Oh she's man. The sheriff, my favorite '80s cop show. That was just Three's Company spinoff that only lasted a few episodes. Oh um, wow. <laughs> Chrissy becomes a sheriff in a Northern California town. I can't not nutshell it for everybody again. No uh, need. You, get, you did it. I love that show so much. She's the sheriff. I remember it. Oh, my, it was, that was appointment viewing in my household. <laughs> Which explains my... Uh, right? Oh, my God. Simon and Simon with the truck. Oh, Ladies. yeah. Really, Simon Simon. really bad intro. They also need better cameras. I like the mall itself as far as the story, just not the people. And if you see something that's not yours, you don't take it. You bring it to security or the closest store. Oh, the little saxophone in there. The drummer's awesome. Yeah, this is actually a really good intro. This is getting a bunch of monkey shines. Can we just just make this? Can you open a drive? I feel like it's... It's gotta be... What do they call that shit now? Fucking public domain? It's gotta be. It's gotta be close now. Unless somebody at fucking NBC is like, shit, we gotta renew our Simon and Simon fucking... uh, 
what I can do is I can make it, uh, I can drop it down a couple steps and make it a little bit slower, and then it's ours. Perfect. Sounds great. Oh, wow. Jesus, Simon, Simon, really, really got to me. <laughs> what are you, Gerald McCraney, all of a sudden? Whew. All right. <laughs> yeah, there's one more here, if you'd like to hear it. Um, hold on. I didn't even get to I didn't even get to my Lou Barlow story. Damn it! Oh, you have a Lou Barlow story? Oh yeah. You doing only... heroin now? No, no. I'll have to wait. I'll have to save it for next week. Uh, but uh, yeah, he played here, and I almost killed him. Whoa! All right, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> Apparently, he likes to ride his bike when he's in. Oh, it's in, most in, one of the world's most insufferable artists for a lot of reasons. Um, He's, uh, I'll tell a real, I'm going to tell a story. I'm just going to tell it real quick. Two just minutes. do it. Just do uh, it. Uh, so I'm driving down New Skyland Ave, the street you're very familiar with. And I see somebody who looks like Mark, the ween, but older. And this fucker cuts, zips across the street. Like he, like he, he's in back to the future or something, you know? And he really almost like, really almost runs into me. And I jam on the brakes and beep, and he gives me a dirty look. Whoops. And it's Lou Barlow. <laughs> and I really almost killed Lou Barlow. And I'm like, wait a minute. Lou Barlow's <laughs> playing at Over It Studios tonight. Dan Dinsmore's Over It Studios. And I was like, wait a minute. And I looked it up. And Lou Barlow is uh, selling tickets for $100. What? For an evening... With Lou Barlow, plus dinner with Lou and his dad. Oh, dear God. And here's the self-written. Lou Barlow wrote this for his uh, ticket fly. It's like, message from Lou. Luckily for me, you will have purchased a ticket for the show before seeing me eat. I take paleo diet to an uncomfortably literal level. Oh, my God. The good thing is I will be traveling with, and you, you could be dining with, my father, John. He will happily regale you with stories of my uncomfortable youth while I wrestle with a salad and periodically check my phone. Don't be offended. I have a two-year-old at home. Details will be emailed to ticket buyers only. Price does not include your dinner. <laughs> this <laughs> is a favorite. fucking nightmare. Wow. Could you imagine? I would, I, would, I, would go into the, I would pull the money out just to be a fucking troll the whole time. Oh, if you if we could film a record in there, forget it. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be like, hey, remember uh, that song "Natural One"? Remember like, that song? Yo, all you had to do was not be as embarrassing as being on the fucking like VW Golf of fucking Amherst oh Instagram to win the war. You know what I mean? Like, that's you didn't have to do, do much. All you had to do was be less embarrassing than Jay Mascus buying that's, a fucking car. It yeah, wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard, man. Jay Mascus is still trying to live that fucking thing down. Look at you. Oh, Lou and his dad. Give me a break. Can we talk about folk implosions? Talk about cell. We talk about Sebado with you and your stupid father. I was gonna say, I feel like I'm gonna hit fucking what's that other dude? Fucking, I'm gonna hit Lowenstein on a bike any day now. <laughs> Just ask him, like, ask him about a bunch of Evan Dando songs because I think he's Evan Dando. That'd be great. That'd be really good. So, like, when you recorded into your arms, what was that so what, like? So, what was it like to toil for uh, upwards of two years on one song and then have the Lemonheads blow by you on a fucking rocket ship to the top of the charts? 
You tell me, can you tell me what that was like? Hmm. <laughs> oh man, really what good. Was what was it like to tour Europe for two months and have Sonic Youth obliterate you? Yeah, every just night? be fucking not even make it into the documentary. <laughs> Yeah, what was it like to waste uh, waste thousands of dollars on a documentary that never saw the light of day? Oh man, just like Best. oh, we thought it was going to be a thing, and then Nirvana happened, and all of a sudden we were playing fucking the D stage at Lollapalooza for an extra forty dollars. If you want to pay a little extra just for the love, Lou would apply this toward essentials like fuel, tolls, and daycare. All right, we get it. You have a two year old at home. All right. Yeah, you didn't pull out, and now I have to spend an extra 40 bucks to hear you talk about folk implosion for two hours. I'm saying, get a goddamn job. Dude, yeah. Okay. He has a job. Oh, okay. There's no way that me going to Ikea tomorrow and having to go and ask Lou Barlow his fucking opinion (laughs) on which, like, bookshelf makes more sense is as embarrassing as what you just read. It's not great. But yo, like this is this is low. It says requests will be taken, stories will be told, and Lou will be in the best setting to share the emotionally direct melodic songs. In traction, because you fucking he made a left across traffic, and you fucking ran right over him. Didn't even slow down. Unbelievable! Jesus Christ! Wow! Yeah! Wow! Wow! Yeah, you left Dinosaur Jr. right before they got fucking ultra big and good. And uh, you, you've, you've, and, what, and, and then, then what? <laughs> then you've been chasing that dragon ever since. No one ever <laughs> talks about that shit. The no, best it, Dinosaur Jr. record is the one where Jay Mascus just plays everything yeah. and gets super indulgent. Yeah. Yeah. He was tired of your ass. You're old. You're in deep wound. Hey, you're in deep wound. Oh, my goodness. Is that Lou Barlow? <laughs> Oh my is that Lou Barlow's lawyer? Is he oh fucking my. suing us? Hi, this is uh, this is Terry. <laughs> Hi, this is Terry Jacks. Yeah, the one who uh-huh. sings Seasons in the Sun. Yeah, um, I'm actually as uh, Lou Barlow's attorney now. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, I know it's really weird that I'm Terry Jacks, the guy who sang Seasons in the Sun, and now I'm an attorney. I'm just let's get past. That. Use the extra forty bucks to fucking uh, retain Terry Jacks, yes. Esquire. Oh my God. Wouldn't it be great? If, oh my God, Lou Barlow sued me, and you'll never guess who his attorney is. <laughs> it's Fucking, Gerald McRaney. It's so it's weird. Ger- it's Gerald McRaney and goddamn Terry Jacks, the guy who sang. Yeah, the guy who sang Seasons in the Sun. I had a really weird day. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I had a really weird day. I almost ran him over, and uh, you know, then Terry, I got served a subpoena by by TV's Gerald McRaney. I couldn't believe it. And then, fucking the bozo who sang the song "Season," yeah, the, the song, <laughs> sang this song. Oh, fuck. Hi, uh, this is uh, Terry Jacks. Yeah, it's a better song than Jason fucking Barlow could uh, ever write. Jason Barlow, <laughs> Lou Barlow could ever write. Uh, yeah, uh, Terry, can you just turn down your amp down at nothing? So you could get... <laughs> can you just unplug your amp, please? Yeah, Get the fuck all... off the stage. Yeah, we all know. Gerald McCraney's not having any of his bullshit. God damn, we gotta go after these people. They're, they're putting, they're shaming, they're putting Lou Barlow to shame. It's bad enough he fucking left. Gerald McCraney swears a little. Bad enough he fucking left Dinosaur Jr. right before he got famous. And now he's, 
He's bilking fucking teenagers out of $40 and $100 and have dinner you know, with his dad. This is like something I would think about in the grips of a fever. This is just like so weird. Yeah, well, General McCraney and Terry Jacks come after you with a piece of blue paper. You better have your shit in a row or they're going to get your ass. Like... <laughs> We've done a lot of really weird historic scenarios on this podcast. It. This is one of the weirdest ones we've ever done. <laughs> Way weirder than the fucking... What was it? Where you had to kill somebody to birth Hitler in an office yeah. building? Way weirder than that. Like, this is, this is uncharted territory here. This is wild. I had to, I had to save history by, by killing someone so Hitler, Hitler would live. Jesus Christ. All right, I'm I'm going to ask you a heavy question cuz I don't know where else this can go. Okay. Um wow, holy Ooh. fuck. Um Hans, I guess Andrew too. He misspelled my name, so I'm already oh, worried. I guess. I guess. I know, Andrew right? Too. Like, yo, sorry. Dick. Oh, you don't want good advice? Oh, my be. I'll fucking no, yeah, sit this one out. You want advice from me, dickhead? Good luck. <laughs> Uh, is there any hope for a low 25-year-old piece of shit like me? I live on a couch, am lonely, and lost my license. I oh. work part-time at a coffee place, and the boss hates me, so my days are numbered. I fucked a lady on Addy, and my ding-dong wouldn't work. Help, I feel like a failure. <laughs> I can oh, nice. see why this landed yeah. in your inbox here. Nice callback to me trying to fuck a beautiful woman, and I took, took out her own. I couldn't do it. God, still regret that. Uh, Anyway, thanks for reminding me of that. I was in such a good mood. No, you know what? You feel like a failure because you tell yourself you're a failure and you describe yourself as a piece of shit. Yeah, no, you you feel like a failure because part of you wants to feel like a failure. That's just that. Hey, you live on the the couch. Okay, you're lucky that you have friends who let your fucking stupid ass stay on their couch indefinitely because it's definitely indefinitely. Mm, Yep, you live on a couch because part of you wants to live on a couch. You're lonely because you live on a couch, and women don't want to fuck you if you live on a couch. Or maybe they do, because you you tried to fuck a girl, and it wouldn't work. Uh, you lost your license. Uh, I mean, unless you were unless you think you're Mario Andretti, I'm pretty sure it was a DWI. Um, that sucks. Uh, if it's only one, you know, you have to just call Terry Jackson, General McCraney, and they'll get you out of it for 1200 bucks. Yeah, they'll shake it loose. <laughs> Yeah, and then you can drive the uh, the, the power the, the power stroke uh, Dodge Ram pickup that uh, they use in Simon and Simon. Um, you work part time at a coffee place. You can there's plenty of coffee places in your town. I know it just from the way you describe yourself and the way you describe. I know you live in some uh, like probably Philadelphia or somewhere. You can just work at another coffee spot. Um. Uh. So what? So what's your? Is there any hope? Yes. As long as your heart, as long as your heart is beating, there's hope, and you need to just—it's gonna—it feels like you have nothing going on, and you probably don't. But now is a great time. No reason to stay is a good reason to go. All right, now is a great time to do some self-examination and some self-love. Um, do better at your one job you have. Uh, control the things you can control. Maybe try to find a room and not just live on a couch. I don't know your whole situation, but I guarantee your life will improve exponentially once you get your own place with a door. Let's work toward that. All right, get a door. 
I'd say get working towards wanting to do that shit. Because you know what, man? You're living on a couch and you're lonely because you probably are afraid of not living life. You know what yeah, I mean? Like because you're lonely you, and you just fucked, tried to fuck a girl, so I don't get you, man. Although I do know the loneliness of empty sex. I do, I do know that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you signed an XO. That's nice. That is uh, nice. I just realized that this could be a woman because they signed an XO. <laughs> Or a woman, I just I just assumed it was a dude. Oh no, because they said my ding dong wouldn't work. Okay. Oh yeah, there you go. This also this is this is very much a dude, regardless. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, unless yeah, girls, women just don't really do. I mean, like they just don't unless they're really like punked out. They wouldn't live on a couch. Dudes will just live on a fucking couch. Or live yep. on a mattress in the in the kitchen with bugs crawling around. <laughs> I'm thinking know? thing of it. Like next, you wake up, the cat's like eating next to your head. Like, oh, great. All right, well, at least I have that coffee, coffee house job. You come home smelling. Like, that's that's a fucking, that's a rough life. You don't have anywhere to keep your clothes. You come home smelling like coffee. You know? You, you're definitely, unless you're in some, like, really, really charitable situation, you're definitely drawing the ire of the other two roommates who way didn't agree to have somebody stay on the couch. And that's a trick, and you know it. You goddamn down yeah. deep, you know it. That discomfort you feel when the other roommates who you don't talk to come home, hold on to that. Because you're, you don't belong there. You belong in a spot, in a real apartment. Or with, I don't care if you have ten roommates, just get a door. Get a or even or, or fucking a sheet up. I don't care. Just get a get a room. Work toward that, and then the rest of your life will fall into place. Promise. But staying on the couch that's that's like that's like bad. Yeah, just, a, a number one off the couch. That's yeah. it. You're not when the day you listen to this that night you're not staying on that couch. No. Don't give a fuck where you go. Go to the bus no. station. You know, don't take an Adderall and see if you can fucking. Make up, make it up, make it up with this girl. You know, maybe slam a home run. She'll fucking take you in. Maybe you know. Uh, I'm sure she'll talk to her. I'm sure she'll give you another chance. Just gotta not take an Adderall. Like, don't take an Adderall, and then have a whole grace day, and then that day, the Saturday or Friday, then you know, get her, and it'll be it'll be good and strong, man. It'll be hard ten days, like the boner pills that the bodega near me say. Hard ten day. Wow, damn. Yeah, they, the, the pretty bold. <laughs> well, the the bodega near me now. We everybody calls it hashtag blessed because he had a <laughs> he had a chalk just had a chalk chalkboard in the window that said hashtag blessed for like ever. So everyone just calls it hashtag blessed. That's <laughs> like, really oh, good. Oh, I'm gonna hashtag blessed. You want a beer? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's what it's known as now. But the dude in there is Saudi, and he just I like. He's like, yeah, I got all these. Bo-. I asked him about the boner pills. He's like, oh, they just come in with everything else. I don't know. I would never take. Don't take that. Don't take them. They're bad. But they all have weird names. Like one's like um like one's just like Hard Africa. One's like Hard. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like Hard Africa. Hard ten days. Hard ten days. And Jesus Christ. Imagine being hard ten days. That's. Yeah, that seems like a nightmare. It seems. I mean, and they say it's we have longer than four hours. You're supposed to go to a doctor. So hard and that, ten days. That alone seems like a nightmare. Yeah, hard, hard ten minutes. I'm, I'm like, all right. Yeah, what are we trying Man, to do here? I feel bad. I, I checked out the last two minutes because I was trying really hard to find a way to uh, subtly, but uh, yeah, Photoshop an ad for Gerald McRaney's fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, legal firm, but just just not working out the way I uh, way I wanted. So God I'm gonna not do that. 
Yeah, you can do that. We'll, we'll just do it. We'll just put it in later. It's really hard to find a good picture of Terry Jacks, too. They are <laughs> few and far between. Um, what episode is this? This, I don't know. We have a couple we haven't put out. This is 182. We have a couple we even put out? I know we have one. Do we have more than one to fucking put out? God damn. Uh, yeah, we have a couple. We have a couple Shit. in the pipe, man. Shit, I am fucking up. All right, well, I'll oh, find actually, out where those are. We, we said 180 was going to be the true crime episode, so we did 181 Shit. instead. I believe. I don't know. Okay, so this would make this 182? Yeah. All right, that's, that feels right. Yeah. All right, well, fuck mm-hmm. it. 182. I'm going to bed. Um, yeah, me too. It's late. I'm tired. Yeah, that's that's that. Uh, anything you want to plug? I got my rhetoric coffee uh, right yeah. before I left the old apartment. I got to figure out how to update my address there. Yeah, the good people with it down at Rhetoric Coffee uh, have yet to fail us. Um, RhetoricCoffee.com. It's RhetoricCoffee.com. It's simple. Coffee shows up to your house every two weeks. You and you'll forget you even got it. And then it shows up and you're stoked because you have fresh, good coffee with good artwork. Uh, the staff is great and they really know what they're doing. Um, and they're really cool. And uh, a nice company, Oakland, California, the pride of Oakland. Um, you thought that the Raiders were the pride of Oakland. Yeah, I assumed that was Marshawn Lynch. You thought, well, yeah, it's, you know what, you're right. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch is the pride of Oakland. Retro Coffee is pretty okay, too. RetroCoffee.com. It's RetroCoffee.com. Easy sign up. Set it and forget it every two weeks. That's Do it. it. It's nice. That's uh, that's called from the hip copy. Feels nice when that box shows up. I feel happy. Doesn't it feel? I like it. I like it. It, it does. Nice. It's a good company. Somebody uh, remembers I exist. It's cool. Right. <laughs> I got a computer. Some a computer somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> computer that that uh, that grind uh, that puts folgers into a fancy bag uh somewhere <laughs> not not in california probably in oklahoma somewhere remembers you so thank you god bless god bless um, america all right cool um i don't know when it comes out but buy the new self-defense record it is uh it's up for pre-order now go to um fuck what is the name of the goddamn label i'm on what's the name of the label that i signed a contract for run for cover there you go that's the one Run for cover. Ruckus. Jesus Christ. I am a failure at many things. No, uh, yeah. Not. Go get that shit. And uh, we will be back next week with 183. maybe? Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Cue the music. Terry Jackson. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. 
A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.